Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys a 12-team PPR mock draft from the 12th overall pick. Now, before we get into this mock draft, I'd like to ask for you guys, could please go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free, and it's going to help you guys out a lot to win your 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And while you're down there, check out my draft guide on Patreon. It's $7.50 a month, $15 total, so that you can go ahead and get some better, more insider info on how to win your Fantasy Football Championship. So let's get right into it. This mock draft is the roster positions are one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end, flex, kicker defense, and six bench spots. Like I said, this is a 12-team PPR mock draft on Fantasy Pros from the 12th overall spot. We're going to be drafting against the composite ADP of a bunch of different websites to try to get a better gauge of where guys are going to actually be going in your actual fantasy football drafts. Because on here, typically, sometimes you're just drafting up against the experts, and I don't think that's helping you as much so without further ado we are at the 12th overall pick so it is going to be the 12th pick is actually a preferred pick for me I like picking towards the back of the draft but to many they like to prefer to pick right at the beginning personally I like getting those swing picks at the 12 and 13 pick but a lot of guys are going to be going obviously right before you can pick there's going to be a bunch of running backs and likely a few wide receivers I would say that there's probably going to only be two wide receivers who went so far there was three so the draft so far before it got to our pick Christian McCaffrey Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams, Miles Sanders, Tyreek Hill, and Joe Mixon. Nothing really too out of the ordinary out of those first couple of picks, the first 11 picks. Besides Miles Sanders going ahead of guys like Joe Mixon, there's also probably a lot of other guys on the board who you typically see go ahead of a guy like Miles Sanders. Still available at running back. Guys like Austin Eckner. I mean, I guess maybe Chubb you might see go ahead of him. Same thing goes with Josh Jacobs, just kind of a little early, but nothing super duper weird happened so far. Three wide receivers, like I said, guys, in these drafts, the wide receivers really go in like the third and fourth round. You're going to see the first two rounds be predominantly dominated by the running back position, and then the quarterbacks and tight ends typically go around the sixth and or not the sixth round, the second and third round, the big two quarterbacks, which are going to be Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes and the big three tight ends, or the big two tight ends in Kittle and Kelsey typically go right next to each other. And then a round later, you see a guy like Mark Andrews come off the board. So right here to me, it is going to be two picks here at the exact same position. While you can go wide receiver in a 12-team league, I try to hammer down on the running backs. Since I know the next time I pick, the running back core is going to be absolutely decimated since it takes a while for me to pick, obviously, since I'm at the 12th pick and the and I pick again, and then the swing takes forever. So looking at the board here, there's a smorgasbord of guys that I actually wouldn't hate having on my team. To start off, Nick Chubb I like a lot here. Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Kenyon Drake. I think you could really go with any combination of those four guys and be very happy with the draft. Now, right now, I have Nick Chubb ranked above Josh Jacobs. They're very close for me, and I actually wouldn't hate going with either guy here. I know a lot of people are actually moving down on Nick Chubb, but I just don't really get it. I understand they have great passing weapons in Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, but they bring in head coach Kevin Stefanski, former offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings were were one of the top four most run-heavy offenses in the NFL last year. So I think Nick Chubb, who was a guy who was almost the rushing leader last year, is still going to have a fantastic season. Sure, Mr. Um, Kareem Hunt, who's still on the team, he will be getting a lot of dump-offs. He will be involved, but if they're running the ball 55% of the time, 
I see no reason why both of the guys can't be good in fantasy football, why Nick Chubb couldn't be the answer there in Cleveland. I understand it's PPR, so a lot of people try to target, oh, the pass catching back, which I understand, but he's still going to be catching some passes, and he's still going to look good, even though a lot of people are really hating on him. So the next back here in my rankings would be Josh Jacobs, but I actually think, while I think Josh Jacobs is going to see an increased target share in that offense. I think we're going to see him get more uh, dump-offs going his way. I actually want to draft Austin Eckler above him due to the fact that I think he's going to be seeing more dump-offs. I wouldn't argue drafting Jacobs, Eckler, or Drake at this spot. Let me know out of those four guys which two you would go with down below in the comments. So we're going to go with Austin Eckler and Mr. Nicholas Chubb at the 1-2 turn. So now we're going to obviously be waiting a zillion years for us to pick yet again. So in the third round, we're probably going to be looking to try to attack the running back position again and probably dip into the wide receiver well. I typically like to wait on the quarterback position because at the end of the day, I think the quarterbacks that go much later is much easier to find a nice diamond in the rough than it would be to find a nice diamond in the rough running back. Same thing goes for the tight end position. Unless there's value with a guy like Mark Andrews on the board at the 312, which happens about 0% of the time. He always ends up getting picked before that, and he did. It just seems like you should punt the tight end position for a couple of rounds. I really think if you're getting a tight end early, you have to either draft one of the big three guys, Kelsey, Kittle, or Andrews, or you just wait the fuck out of it. You do, you completely destroy the middle guys, the guys like Zach Ertz. You just punt him, say, get the hell out of here. Darren Waller, you just wait on all of them, and then you draft a guy like Hayden Hurst later in the draft. Hayden Hurst really moving up. His stocks are rising to an all-time maximum, now ranked as the ninth best tight end off the board. I got him as my tight end five. So I think he's going to be really good this year in that Atlanta system that really loves to pass the ball to the tight end. So after with Austin Eckler, Kenny Drake came off the board, Bob by Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Aaron Jones, De, uh, Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, Clyde, Edwards Hilaire, George Kittle, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Just like I said, the big two at quarterback and tight end, both gone in the second round. And then after Lamar, we see Mike Evans, Todd Gurley, Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Al Robinson, Amari Cooper, Odell Beckham Jr. A run of one, two, three, four, five, six wide receivers in a row. Something that you will be seeing in the middle rounds of the draft. I'm not really the middle rounds. I guess this is the early round still. But around the three, four is where you see a lot of wide receivers go off since a lot of people really got the running backs early. Team Judge Judy's the eighth pick went with Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, and Odell Beckham Jr. I really disagree in the Odell Beckham Jr. pick. I do not believe Odell Beckham Jr. is really going to have that great of a year. I know everyone believes in Odell Beckham Jr. because he was good a couple years ago, but I think they're going to be so run heavy that I don't want to be touching Odell Beckham Jr. After that, we see Leonard Fournette, Mark Andrews, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So the reason why I brought up that team was because they're using the zero running back strategy. The zero running back strategy, what that is, is not drafting a running back till after the fifth round. They've done it just for three rounds, so they've started off like that, but they could go ahead and draft two running backs in a row, and then it's not necessarily the zero running back strategy, even though they had a zero running back start. Leonard Fournette after him, and then Mark Andrews, Juju Smith-Schuster. Out of all those picks, I really don't like Amari Cooper. While I think the guy's going to finish as a top 12, top 13, top 14-esque type of wide receiver, he's going to leave you confused like Bill Cosby was around about half the fucking time because the guy goes hot, then he goes cold, hot, cold, in, then he's out, he's up, then he's down. I say this in every mock draft, but that's just how the guy plays. He'll have a great week against some garbage team, and then a terrible week against another garbage team, and then an amazing week against a amazing team, and then take a shit against a terrible team. The guy makes no sense. There's no rhyme or reason for his production. And now with CeeDee Lamb joining them there, I'm just really confused on Amari Cooper, so I'm just staying away. So now we are back up 
too bad. We could really go anywhere. We could go wide receiver. We could go running back. I typically, like I said, don't go quarterback or tight end early like this. So we're probably going to go with a smorgasbord of running back and wide receiver, a mix and match here. Looking at the running backs first, Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Jonathan Taylor, all still available. So you could kind of go with a couple of these guys right now through the first two rounds. Like I said, we have Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. So there's a couple of guys that I like here, some that I don't like. I really like Le'Veon Bell. I like uh, Jonathan Taylor here, and I also like Chris Carson here. Not as much, but I do think Chris Carson will be fine this year. We are in the third round with this pick. Since it will be our third running back, you can really go for a riskier type of play, and I think that's what I would personally do. I think there is room to go with the safe guy like Le'Veon Bell, a safe guy like Chris Carson. You can go ahead and do that. If you want, I wouldn't even judge you if that's who you wanted to pick here. But I think we're going to go with Jonathan Taylor. While Jonathan Taylor is obviously more unknown, coming out of Wisconsin, the guy's a fucking workhorse. 300-plus touches, 7 zillion yards. I think he rushed for 2,003 total yards last season or 2,003 combined yards. The guy's a fucking monster. He's an animal. And I think that if you just let him get uncaged by the Colts, he's going to ball out of control. Now, there is obviously concerns because Marlon Mack is in front of him. So you have to take that into account when drafting him. Are you ready to let him ride your pine for the first three weeks as your running back three? Or are you going to have to force him out there? If he's like your running back two, it's much more difficult to do that. So I will go with the more riskier type of option in Jonathan Taylor here. But there is a couple of guys, like I said, that you could definitely go with over him. And I wouldn't judge you at all. I do think just a couple of weeks into the season, though, Jonathan Taylor's really going to emerge as that 1A type of guy who's going to really ball out of control. Now, this says, oh, reach alert. There's a 77% chance Jonathan Taylor would have uh, fell to you in two rounds from now. No, he fucking wouldn't. All right, Jonathan Taylor's going to be a third. Third round pick, like 100% of the time. Third or fourth round pick, to be honest with you. There's no way he falls very far because of the amount, amount, amount of upside that the guy has. So now we're going to be looking towards wide receiver guys still available. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown. Now notice how Robert Woods is ranked above Cooper Cup. That is a bit fishy because I think Cooper Cup is probably the safer option. I do like both of these guys. Both of these guys, to me, are top 14 wide receivers. Personally, I lean Cooper Cup. I think we know how Jared Goff feels about Cooper Cup. Him and Cooper Cup just have the lunch. They go on lunch dates. They do all this together. They probably don't actually do this together, but they seem like best friends, good old buddies. And Cooper Cup had a fantastic season a few years ago, and last year's season was injury-riddled, but he still had a good season. So I'm kind of feeling comfortable drafting Cooper Cup yet again, especially with the two tight end sets where we're going to see Cooper Cup and Robert Woods be heavily involved this season. So right now through four rounds, we have Nicholas Chubb, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, and Jonathan Taylor, a very solid start to our draft. So looking at the picks after we ended up selecting our two selections of Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, we see Zach Ertz come off the board, followed by James Conner, Calvin Ridley, Le'Veon Bell, Cortland Sutton, Robert Woods, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, Tyler Lockett, T.Y. Hilton, David Johnson, Baby Chark, Terry McLaurin, A.J. Green, Deshaun Watson, Darren Waller. Devontae Paca, Devin Singletary, and Stefan Diggs. So this team right here, master of Darius Geis, is legitimately, this guy's just, he's like, uh, look, this is what Stephen A. Smith said about Lamar Odom. If you guys what used to watch that show on ESPN, he said, Lamar Odom accepted this deal, and he was on crack, or whatever. That's what this fucking guy's doing. He is on crack. Tyreek Hill, Julio, 
Mark Andrews. Solid start. And then he decides to just fuck it right in the ass by going James Conner and Devin Singletary. Now, I think James Conner has a shit ton of upside, but as your running back one, that really scares me. I think he has league-winning upside. Do the fact that his points-per-game numbers are going to be very high if the guy, when the guy's on the field, but he's obviously it's a huge win he's on the field because he does get injured a decent amount. And then Devin Singletary, I just see as a fucking god-awful pick in these drafts, to be honest with you. I don't want anything to do with him when I really see Zach Moss as a guy that's going to get a lot of goal line touches, get a lot of work on the offense, a 55-45% split in Devin Singletary's favor. I just don't like that all too much. Like I said, a shit ton of wide receivers go in the third, fourth, and fifth round. We also see Deshaun Watson come off the board, which is not too surprising in the fifth round, though. Normally, he does go behind guys like Kyler Murray, and then uh, Josh Allen sometimes goes ahead of him. Uh, Dak Prescott typically goes ahead of him as well, So kind of a, or Russell Wilson as well. So kind of a semi-reach on Deshaun Watson, but I can see why people are really starting to glow up on him because the offense is still going to be running or trying to be very pa- trying to pass the ball a lot. While I think David Johnson will be good because they're going to have to hand it to him because they, pay- they fucking traded DeAndre Hopkins for him, and Bill O'Brien realized that he's a fucking dumbass, so he's going to have to give him the ball. But I think that we see Deshaun Watson still be able to do a lot of running as well as a lot of passing, even if DeHop isn't there there's still some solid wide receivers if those guys can stay healthy so right now we're looking to draft another wide receiver at least one wide receiver here before the wide receivers really fall off so Jarvis Landry and Tyler Boyd are still available and while I'm very high on Jarvis Landry I do worry a bit about his kind of health because it seems like now maybe he might not be ready for the start of the season so that does kind of worry me so I'd much rather go with my main man Tyler yeah Boyd in the fifth fucking round Tyler Boyd is one of my favorite wide receivers back to back Michael Jordan 96 97 a thousand yard seasons this guy is a beast and he plays better with AJ Green on the field so all that fucking notion about how AJ Green's gonna come back and he's gonna be shit Throw that out the window. AJ Green still hasn't signed his franchise tender as you guys are watching this video. So will he even be back? I'm not too sure, but Tyler Boyd plays good with or without AJ Green, so I'm not really too concerned about that. While it might take a little bit of time for him, Joe Burrow, I assume it might take, I don't think it really will take all that long though because Tyler Boyd is just such a talented player that Joe Burrow will just throw him the god damn ball so now we got to pick yet again so we could really go either way here wide receiver or running back if you want to be a bit more safer on the wide receiver side sure you can go ahead and draft a guy here but I'd much rather wait until the next round and try to attack the running backs there's still a lot of quarterbacks and tight ends here but like I said I'm going to be waiting so we're going to go ahead and draft another running back so we could actually handcuff handcuff Nick Chubb with Kareem Hunt which is something you could do I personally don't necessarily feel like I have to draft both on the same team but if if Nick Chubb was to go down Kareem Hunt would be probably even better than Nick Chubb could be because of the fact that he doesn't have Kareem anyone like sniffing behind his ass trying to get ahead of him so I will go with David Montgomery here sure there is some baked in risk but we did see him do pretty well last season and I think that he's gonna look to put that season behind him he didn't play as hot as most people believed he would most people had the expectation like myself that David Montgomery he's got the vision of John he's got the vision of LaDamian Thompson he has the legs of this guy that's what they were comparing him to they made him into some super fucking running back on TV and he just never played like that guy but he could have a better sophomore season in 2020 Matt Nagy should be able to figure it out I mean the offense should be humming much better with kissing titties Mitchell Trubisky on the bench so I think David Montgomery is a solid pick here though wouldn't argue going Kareem Hunt though because Kareem Hunt you could probably play both him and Nick Chubb due to the fact that Kareem Hunt is just so safe as your flex option but I do want to go ahead and diversify and not go and attack the same team here since getting a handcuff in the sixth round isn't necessarily something that I love to do but let me know down below what you guys think about that would you have tried to hand cuff Mr. Uh, Nick Chubb with 
Mr. 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 Kareem Hunt. Sorry about that. I kind of fucking blanked right there. So after we went with our turn of Mr. Tyler, yeah, Boyd and David Montgomery, Jarvis Landry came off the board, followed by Hollywood Brown, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Michael Gallup, Mark Ingram, Russell Wilson, uh, Tyler Higby, DeAndre Swift, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman, Brandon Cooks, Marvin Jones, Josh Allen, TB12, Debo Samuel, Matt Ryan, Will Fuller, Kareem Hunt, Deontay Johnson, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. So notice how in the last three rounds, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine fucking quarterbacks have came off the board. So I'm probably the only team without a quarterback. Yep, that's true, 10-11. So I'm the only one without a quarterback. The quarterbacks going to draft really just is up to who's in your draft. You're, you could be in a league where people draft Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson in the first round. You could be in a league with people who are more sharp. They go in, like, the fourth round. or you And then you could be in a league where all, all fucking the good ones go in the first, like, three rounds, where Dak, Deshaun, Kyler, Pat Mahomes, and Lamar all go in the first, like, three rounds. Or you could be in a league like this where they go out in the middle. Or some leagues, they fall even further because people are not really super on quarterbacks since everyone knows. A lot of people now know that you can just really wait later on a quarterback. So I'm going to continue to wait, obviously, since all of them went. And I highly doubt they're going to draft a backup quarterback before I draft mine. But that is something important to note during your real draft. To draft a backup or to draft your real quarterback before people start drafting backup quarterbacks, even though I personally do not draft backup quarterbacks. So we are in the seventh round, so it's a little too early for my boy Hayden Hurst. So we're going to go ahead and attack the running back and wide receiver position. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to clicky-click that subscribe button down below. Interesting to note, Raheem Mostert now still on the board. Really unknown where Raheem is going to end up. Obviously, I speculated that it might be the Eagles because Miles Sanders loves that. Not Miles Sanders. Doug Peterson loves that running back by committee system. He just fucking loves it. He eats it for breakfast. So, I mean, it's entirely possible that really kills Raheem's value. It kills Miles Sanders' value. I don't know. Maybe he'll stay in San Francisco, but who knows now, to be honest with you. So I'm going to go ahead and probably avoid him here. The best running back still available, James White and Cam Akers. Looking at wide receivers, Christian Kirk, uh, Jameson Crowder, John Brown, Sterling Shepard, Anthony Miller, Mike Williams, Emmanuel Sanders. A bunch of good guys still available. Nicole Hardman still available. He is really buried, but I think you're going to have to be drafting him around the 7th, 8th, or ninth round, if I'm being completely honest with you, if you wanted him. Darius Slayton is a guy that I really like as well. Uh, if you're looking for a safer type of pick, a guy like John Brown is still available. I already have Cooper Cup and Tyler Boyd both on bye week number nine, but that's okay because you don't have to worry too much about buys because at the end of the day, you're going to be moving a lot of these guys. Like A lot of these guys may even just end up getting cut like because they could just end up getting hurt by the time it's week nine. Your roster is going to be drastically different from week one versus week nine, week 10, whenever you guys start getting buys. So right now, we're probably going to end up dipping our hand into the running back and wide receiver well. First, we'll attack the running back position, though. To me, it's safety versus risk. We have a pretty safe overall team now, so I could see going for Cam Akers for a more riskier type of back, but I think James White is overall just going to have a momentous season in 2020. 20. Mr. Cam Newton comes in as the quarterback. If you guys saw that clip of him and Nikhil Harry, he's wearing his weird-ass fucking hat that he always wears, and he's throwing dimes on this high school field, but that doesn't really matter because James White has what Christian McCaffrey has in the passing game. Sure, Christian McCaffrey's probably the better pass-catching running back, but if you remember, Cam Newton's the the guy who was throwing him the fucking ball when he broke out, so I think James White is going to have a great season. James White's been a guy that's a top 10 running back. He's been a top 20 running back at least in the last two years. So I have a whole lot of confidence 
in Mr. James White. So now it's time to attack the wide receiver position here, and we are going to go with my man, Cole Hardman. I understand that it might be a risk, but I think he is one of those guys that is a firecracker. You go, bam, and you throw him straight into your fucking offense, or not into your offense, into your starting lineup, and this guy can win you the week. The Kansas City offense is so firepower. It's so potent. He could literally score two touchdowns and go for 120 yards in a game. Same reason why people like Tyreek Hill, but this guy's just as fucking fast. Maybe not as fast, probably slightly slower than Tyreek Hill, and you can get him later. So, I mean, come on. You gotta go ahead and attack that. So I'm gonna go ahead and draft Mecole Hardman here. Even though it is kind of a reach, there's obviously much safer options, but I already have my two safety nets in Cooper Cup and Tyler Boyd. So now we're going to be waiting, obviously, until our ninth round pick. This is probably here where we're going to be trying to draft our tight end here. Probably try to get a guy like Hayden Hurst onto our roster so that we have a very comfortable tight end to be starting for our team over a guy like Evan Ingram or or Hunter Henry who are kind of more risky type of tight ends. Not because of their skill, because those guys are both tremendously skilled, more because of their injury-prone history. So looking at our draft board right now, after we went with James White and Nicole Hardman, Raheem Mostert came out the board, followed by Cam Akers, Justin Jackson, Darius Geis, Sterling Shepard, Tariq Cohen, Darius Slayton, Ronald Jones, Tony Michelle, and the worst pick of the draft with the Pittsburgh Steelers defense in the eighth round. Do not do not, do not draft a fucking defense until the last two rounds of the draft. The best defense last year won't be the best defense the next year. It always turns out that people reach for the defense that they think is going to be amazing, and it never ends up working out. Just stream the defenses. I'll explain how to do it later. After we see the Pittsburgh Steelers defense come off the board, Christian Kirk comes off the board, followed by Evan Ingram, Henry, Fastman, Ruggs, Philip Lindsay, Emmanuel Sanders, C.D. Lom, Matt Burita, Jamison Crowder, on Johnson, John Brown, Damian Williams, and another terrible pick of the San Francisco 49ers defense. So now now we are up at the 9-12, our roster so far. Nicholas Chubb, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, James White, and Mr. Me, Cole Hardman. So now it's time to get our tight end in Hayden Hurst. Just as predicted, Hayden Hurst would still be available here in the ninth round. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he moved up a lot higher, maybe into the seventh round or the eighth round. I would reach just to get him personally in a real draft, just because I really believe he has that top five potential. In Atlanta, they love passing the ball to the fucking tight end position. Dirk Cutter just loves it. He jerks off to it. It gives him, it just gives him eye orgasm. So he loves Hayden Hurst. He's going to love Hayden Hurst, just like he loved Austin Hooper last year. So I think we see it from a fucking fantastic year out of Mr. Hayden Hurst. And he's going to be a snag in the ninth round because he's going to be just like what Mark Andrews and Darren Waller were last year, late round tight ends who win you your league. So now we are going to go ahead and probably dip right back into the wide receiver well. We're going to continue to wait on our starting quarterback. Right now is where I might in a real league start thinking of drafting quarterback because in a lot of real drafts, people start drafting backup quarterbacks. Even though I don't advise it, people still fucking do it. So go ahead and pick one now, maybe, but there's still going to be a lot of guys there later that I would still like anyway, so I'd probably still go ahead and draft the wide receiver here. One of my favorite late-round wide receivers is still here in Anthony Miller. He's a guy that I think is going to be very safe this season. He had a solid year last year with Mitch Trubisky. I think he's going to look even better once big dick Nick Foles, or 9-inch Nick Foles, whatever you like to call him, is the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Obviously, there is some baked-in risk because he's not the number one wide receiver on the team, but you're not going to find the number one wide receiver on the team in the 10th fucking round, but this guy is like a 1A, 1B with Al Robinson, but obviously Al Robinson, super talented as well, just like 
Anthony Miller, who had a nice, decent stretch deep down last season. He was a guy that was getting picked up off the waiver wire constantly in those last couple of weeks near the championship game, but he shit the bed in the championship game, I believe, against the Kansas City Chiefs, which was a real feels bad, man, because I think that was like a Thursday night game, and if it was, I have some real good fucking memory. I looked it up. I guess I don't have photographic memory. It was a Sunday night game. But with that said, right now we could either go for the running backs or the wide receivers here, and then we're going to get our quarterback later. You want to try to get by the end of your draft to have more running backs than wide receivers on the bench so or on your team overall. So we have Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, so 1-2. Jonathan Taylor, that's our third running back. David Montgomery, James White, so that's one, two, three, four, five, and we have four wide receivers, so a nice balanced approach here. So we're probably going to attack the running backs here and go ahead and get a guy that I think might still be here, but he may not be. I don't think I recapped the pick, so we're actually going to be doing that first. After him with Anthony Miller, Jerry Judy, rookie, comes off the board, followed by another rookie, J.K. Dobbins, followed by Mike Williams, Keyshawn Vaughn, Golden Taint, Preston Williams, Deshaun Jackson, Jordan Howard, Darrell Henderson, Robbie Anderson, Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, Zach Moss, that's the guy I wanted. Tevin Coleman also going to be skyrocketing up the board. Alshon Jeffrey, Baltimore Ravens, Jalen Rager, uh, Latavius Murray, Hunter Henry, Sammy Watkins, Michael Pittman, Alexander Madison, and the Buffalo Bills defense. So we're going to go ahead and get the other 49ers running back in Jarek McKinnon. While I think it is going to be Tevin Coleman's job, for me, I think at the end of the day, you still want to go ahead and get the other running back. So we're going to go ahead and try to find Jarek McKinnon on here. So we're just going to type it in. Jarek McKinnon here on the board here. Tier 13 of a running back. We're going to obviously move him up in my rankings that you can get on Patreon. Should be updated within the next day or two. So we're going to go ahead and get Jarek McKinnon and add him onto the roster. Obviously a very talented player who just has been dealing with a lot of injuries. Same thing goes with Tevin Coleman. Now it is our turn to pick again, so I'm actually going to go ahead and take another wide receiver here and draft Mr. Nikhil Harry here. I also like Brandon Ayuk, but I think it might take, or not, it won't take a couple weeks, but he might only be good for the first couple of weeks while Debo Samuel is hurt. I think Nikhil Harry obviously has been practicing with Cam Newton like I brought up earlier with that stupid fucking hat on. I think Nikhil Harry is going to ball out this season. He was a guy that was looked at to ball out last season, but he ended up getting hurt in preseason. Didn't end up returning to a couple of weeks or like halfway through the season. And then by that point, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball to you unless you guys have some good chemistry. So Nikhil Harry re- really faltered there, but I think with him and Cam Newton practicing in the offseason, they would develop a nice connection over there. Something we could have seen out of Nikhil Harry last year, but we should see this season in 2020. So now we got to go ahead and attack the quarterback position and then get our kicker and defense so I can explain to you guys how to get your kicker and defense. Like I said, guys, if you have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button so you guys can get more free content. That is amazing. I try to make sure you guys all have a fun time while you guys are watching. Let me know if you guys have had a fun time thus far throughout this video. So after our pick, we are probably going to likely see a couple of defenses and kickers come off the board. Actually, psych, that's the wrong number because that will happen in the next round. So after we went to kill Harry, uh, Brandon Ayuk came off the board, followed by and Brashad Perryman, followed by Jared Cook, Duke Johnson, uh, the Patriots defense, Curtis Samuel, Noah Fant, Denzel Mims, Carson Wentz, A.B. Antonio Brown. Where will he go? Will he be a Seahawk? I have no idea will I draft in the 12th round of a redraft league. Probably fucking not. Austin Hooper, Tony Pollard, Boston Scott, Naheem Hines, Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, Joseph Burrow, Justin Jackson. Call me Miss Jackson. Uh, Mike Gesicki, A.J. Dillon, Matthew Stafford, Matty Snapback, and then Jamal Williams. Now we have to go ahead and obviously get our quarterback. Some did end up going, but that's okay because one of the guys that I'm really liking to target late in the draft is still available in Danny Dimes. He does have a tough 
week one game, but I think after that he should be fine. The beginning of his season is a bit worrisome, though, against Pittsburgh, Chicago, San Francisco, and then he should be good for the middle of the season. So sure, if you are kind of scared of that, you can go ahead and pivot off of him, but I still think he has enough rushing upside to be a solid quarterback for those first couple of weeks and make it through until he has that solid stretch up against the Washington Redskins or whatever they're, they're going to change their name to uh, for the next couple of weeks after that. So now it's time to draft our kicker and our defense. So first we're going to go ahead and draft the kicker position. Actually, we're going to get a defense first because I want to show you how to draft the defense. So how you draft the defense, it's pretty fucking simple. You're going to go ahead and draft a team that's playing a bad team week one. I think the Bears have a good week one matchup, so do the Chiefs. So that's the kind of thing you're trying to attack here. They're playing the Lions. So no, I think I'd rather, I'd much rather go ahead and pick my defense against my wide receiver, which is a bit risky. But at the end of the day, the Chargers are playing against rookie Joe Burrow in his first ever NFL game with limited preseason. Sign me the fuck up because I think the Chargers are going to eat him for breakfast and because they're an overall good defense anyways. But obviously week two, they have a tougher type of matchup. So you go ahead, you cut them, you come back to my channel. And for week number two, you find a new defense from one of my videos. So now we are going to have to go ahead and get our kicker. I will name the rest of the players though that have been drafted after we drafted Mr. or the LA Chargers and Mr. Danny Doims. After our picks, we see Mr. Big Ben followed by his teammate Anthony McFarland. Bunch of kickers, bunch of defenses. I'm just going to name the real players, even though the kickers and defenses are technically real players, but not too super important for fantasy for a long-term basis. You can really just draft for each week and pick up a new one. Devontae Freeman, uh, Dallas Godert, TJ Hawkinson, uh, and then we see Giovanni Bernard, and then a bunch of kickers and defenses. So now we're going to go ahead and draft our kicker. My boy, Young Hoku, my old bitch lane, but my Young Hoku has been taken, so we're going to go ahead and get Kayemi Fairbairn of the Houston Texans. While I think that Deshaun Watson should be fine, they may struggle to find the end zone, and Fairbairn is automatic from anywhere on the field. The guy's a fucking beast, so I don't know why he's ranked at number 10. Maybe it's because the team just isn't as good as many would perceive. So we got to see, but who really gives a fuck? Because what I can see is a great team in this roster. So to recap, we got Danny Dimes at quarterback. Our two running backs, starting running backs are Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. Our two starting wideouts are Cooper Cup and Tyler Boyd. Our starting tight end is Hayden Hurst. Our flex is Jonathan Taylor. Our defense is the Chargers. Our kicker is Kiami Fairbairn. Our bench is comprised of David Montgomery, James White, Meekle, Hardman, Anthony Miller, Jarek McKinnon, and Nikhil Harry. So if you guys did end up enjoying this video, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Make sure to check out the draft guide if you don't want to buy it. That's A-OK with me. I would just like if you check it out. There's a decent amount of content in there that you guys would like to read. It's all written. You clearly tell all of it's written by me. Except for the two articles in there that aren't written by me, but it says it's not written by me. I write it in my own voice to try to be funny, try to have a fun time. So if you guys did end up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button. Check out one of the videos that's on your screen right now if you missed any of them or if you're new. I love you all. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow on Sunday with another video. Happy Saturday. Have a great weekend, guys. Good boy.